And when the fish swim up the main mass, the chances of returning home are slim. Damn right. Sound <laughs> wisdom. Which is a useful um, useful life hack when you're at sea, because oh. if you realise that actually the chances of returning home are none, then it's time to get oh. those fish swimming up the mast. Yeah. Good point. You've got to bring it back. Yep. No, I don't really follow. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords, where we live by Blackbeard's wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't follow. <laughs> I just love how we just pissed away one of the rules straight away. I think we even p made up the rule after we'd become demons. We're like, uh, don't consult with demons. Yeah, I think, I think that was before we became <laughs> like, demons. But like the day before. Lost a bit. And then they were like, do you guys want to become demons? We're like, oh yes, please, Totes! magic powers. <laughs> Open the magic box. <laughs> <laughs> Nipple horns for me. <laughs> and just enough claws for me. Not too many, not too few. Eight claws. <laughs> I wonder what our eight claws is doing now, bless him. <laughs> He's probably still searching for his nails. Maybe. He's <laughs> been an entire yeah. event searching for your nails. He's like, why are these the only bit of me that manifested? <laughs> Where's my face or my like huge tail? You've just got four little blue claws. That's weird. <laughs> oh wait, now there's only six. Everyone help me. There's two of them. I think they're in the grass. <laughs> It's so a long good. time ago, but I'm still bitter for the lost time. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, let's just have fun at the events. Let's just do what we want to do. Which is rolling about in the grass. And occasionally losing <laughs> money in the casino on a sure bet. <laughs> and puking on yourself. It's an investment, and a lot of, yeah. It's an investment. <laughs> it was. How many times did I hear those words? And it never was. It never it, was. I've got a sock upstairs in my drawer full of like 200 gold. It's probably <laughs> oh closer to like 40. Who thinks otherwise? <laughs> I can swing a sock of coins, thanks. To that. <laughs> 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 got, got a sock of 1p pieces. <laughs> got a sock really of pennies. Relevant. Sock of coppers that say otherwise. <laughs> well, we'll see what we salvage out of that wreck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What? That's the Patreon content. Yeah. For our listener, the one we've retained after all that, uh, I'd just like to point out that it is three months since we last played. Yeah. So firstly, we're all a bit overexcited to be hanging yeah. out together. Just goofing about. And secondly, if we can't remember what happened, it's probably because of that. Because yeah. it genuinely happened just a long that. time ago. As well as in game a thousand years ago so you know in both in both cases yeah cut us some slack dickhead yeah. <laughs> yeah. back off you've that's, got like four months out of us that's our new tagline crudely drawn swords cut us some slack dickhead <laughs> i'm gonna put it on t-shirt welcome to crudely drawn swords cut us some slack dickhead <laughs> I'm your host and GM, Ben Watson. <laughs> and with me, I'm happy to announce, for the first time ever, with a few small exceptions, are, in the order we don't normally do them, Stu. Hey! And I play Tristan T. Wild. That is all. I'm Ali, and I can't even remember what I played. It's been so long. It's an enigma. Uh, I'm Gwyn, and I play Percival Cleft. 
I'm Pete. I play Adam Eagle Ank. When last we saw our heroes, they had been in the past and they came out of the past. And that was where we left things. We probably don't need to go into a huge amount of detail because I imagine there's going to be a certain amount of catching up that happens as the game progresses. So the important points for the players, I guess, because you might not remember this, include that Kelek turned into a dragon and vanished into the earth. Wow. I don't remember that. that. (laughs) I think Percy was the only character who witnessed it, which is the reason I'm bringing it up. Uh, Okay. So, yes, you witnessed that, Percy, and he basically started turning into a dragon, and as he did, he kind of burned up and vanished into the ground, leaving a perfectly round pit. Mm. Pit. Interesting. Worm would have been a better choice. Yeah, it would have been smarter, wouldn't it? But uh, that wasn't... I guess if you spell it correctly, then... Yeah, with a Y, yeah. You can't trust a worm, that's the thing. You can't leave the tide of life in the hands of a worm. Other salient points. The tide of light itself successfully kicked off. Good work, lads. Good work. As it did so, during the end of that fight... In addition to Enigma taking a real hammering, as I recall, possibly Adam taking quite a hammering. You might want to check how many hits you had. Let's just check those numbers. Oh, sure did. Yeah, I seem to remember you being flung across into rock walls. Seven hit points remaining. That's quite a lot. And the other thing that happened was that your anchor in the time was lost because Ilana Sarista died. And that was the the thing that caused you to be flung back out of the past. So when we left things, Adam and Enigma were walking through the realm of the dead, accompanied by Daddy Ghost Pig, who was very pleased to see them. Percy had been pulled back towards the present. But we left Tristan in hell, which, you know, is no more than he deserved. <laughs> But hell for Tristan is just everyone ignores him for a bit. (laughs) But to be clear, when we talk about hell, we talk about a kind of punitive afterlife for bad people. But this is not quite the place that Tristan has been redirected to, because that's not quite how the afterlife works here. So he's been sent more to the very borders of existence, to the edge of chaos, where it's a space in permanent dissolution and reform, where nothing has constancy, he would absolutely have been torn apart were he not a ghost. If he had physical essence, there's no way it could have survived. But having a ghost body has definitely preserved him. So after being thrown into this turmoil, what's Tristan been doing? It depends on whether my idea of the the hell is it ties in with your idea of the hell. Yeah, so let's talk about that. So the quick idea was that it's kind of, like you say, it's kind of like a, whir- we'll have it as a whirling mass that sort of yeah. almost sometimes when there's a human soul, it takes like a, a temporary solid form. Yeah. So I imagine yeah. it very much as a survival story of Tristan hugging rocks and clinging and trying to evade capture from because it's not yeah. a fun place so like the first thing you get when when he appeared in hell there's like 
whirling, there's almost like a chaotic swirling of demons. This could be quite a long description, so people no, might want to get great. a cup of tea or something. <laughs> there's like a swirling chaos of demons that are constantly, and whatever you want to say, the demons are fine. But they're swirling, and every time a human soul appears, they'll yeah. fire down and grab it and retch it off into the heavens. And like when a group, when there's a, a, a terrible event and lots of people arrive at the same time, then there's like a feeding frenzy. And so as Tristan appeared, this one massive demon saw him come spinning down. His talons are almost like a cage where he slams it into the ground and then scoops up what's remaining. Yeah. But old Tristan Savvy see, so the way he got out of that pickle <laughs> is I split into 10,000 little Tristans and we ran as quick as we could to the nearest fissure in the rocks. So we all kind of crowded and there's all these little Tristans huddling, looking out, seeing these demons kind of like piranha ripping these souls and whatever turns up apart. So obviously, first instinct was to step into the shadow realms. Yeah. Because the shadow realms worked kind of differently in hell because it was effectively like a layer of hell, but in shadow. So you could walk yeah. around ethereal and you could see anything, but there were these little windows effectively everywhere, everywhere in hell. The best thing about hell is there was lots of fire and lightning and chaos. So there's always a little shadow. So there's, there's yeah. little pockets popping up where you can look through into the real hell and step in and out. Like a breakout session in a corporate training event. Yeah, you've just got, a, you know, you've got a chance to get out. You've got a little window. But the thing, the thing about this shadow is that it's going to be more dissolute and chaotic. So mm. both direction and time mean less because you're this far from the hard laws of reality. You're deep into the heart of chaos. So it's kind of more anarchic and more strange. That's why it's sporadic. Like you could see these little windows yeah. popping up. That, and that, But there's also the overriding sense that even though you're in hell, there's something even bigger. They're like, so a lot of the time, you basically, I spent my time sort of in the shadow realms where I could kind of sort of hide out and I would, I would duck out for supplies. So every now and again, there'd be a bit of soul. So is that Tristan's theory of how to get out of hell is there's a there's a, a single echo of music because it's the shadow realms yeah and the shadow realms kind of capture the magic and the music that's leaking out of the universe and it's kind of winding down into this sort of thread and it's effectively the the echo of the universe it's the echo of everything in the shadowlands right yeah but as i appeared there's the the echo is left twisting spiral of uh, my route to down here. So Tristan's theory is if he can cut into that music, he can find his way back through the levels to get back where he's going. Yeah. So where it hit the earth, again, this is going quite detailed here. I was thinking about this. And I'm like, I just love this idea. <laughs> it's almost like it's glass that's shattered, but it shattered so slowly that the fragments at the bottom of the tube, in inverted commas, that I came down are still there. So Tristan has spent all of this time trying to decipher and put back together the notes of his um, song yeah. to connect to the chord. But in doing so, he's also heard this underlying, like, the, the music of the universe. And I'll get into more detail. You'll like where I'm going with that bit. <laughs> yeah, and the problem is, like, you get these parts, but it feels like they're being, like, lost in static almost. Mm. Like because I'm working against the tide. Every time yeah. I, I'm basically piecing together and I'll, I'll get a little... It's almost like putting Lego blocks, trying to redo the Lego blocks to get back to... like So I can kind of grab onto this chute that I yeah. think might... If I can climb my way up the ladder before the ladder's destroyed, 
So I've been living in the shadow realms and zipping out and I'm kind of just in my little kind of fur pants now and I'm scratched <laughs> where I've, I've got a wooden spear. I'm somehow spear. naked. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm naked because it's hell, but I've, I've picked up bits of ghost. So I've been using and I've kind of got a big wizen beard and I've got in in my um, shadow realms, I've got like a shadowy cave that I can I can safely leave the shadow realms. And it's got these archaic symbols scratched on the wall. So I've been doing experiments. And this is also yeah. going to explain why I'm going to try and take Tristan in a slightly more magical manipulation route because of the sky singing. So I've been learning my little sky singing bits to yeah. tweak the music and take notes and use other bits of ghosts and popping out with spears and freeing some of the prisoners because you know some of them are being tortured and sort of yeah. raised a rebellion and i've formed we had this big <laughs> fight against the demons and all and i've but i've been journaling it so i've been writing out in this journal and that's why when i come back to the tide of light the first thing i'm going to look around is go no because my i've been there for years now like 10 yeah, hundreds yeah. of years and i've written out the trials of tristan so the hawk story <laughs> is there and everyone gets a cameo but because i'm pulled out too soon I was. I figured I was just gonna. I was just packing up my stuff as I was ready to leave. I was like, right, tomorrow's the day. You know, I've, I've scratched <laughs> out, and I've finally worked out that this one piece of music will click in, and I'll uh, I'll shoot back up. Is my theory. Tristan had actually gone beyond that. Maybe he'd found a way to like inscribe in incredibly fine writing, a kind of writing where it's not that you read it it's that you run a fine crystal needle across it and you hear the sounds. And it's like Ooh, you have a recorded nice. sound nice. of all the Hawks' <gasps> adventures from the beginning to the no! present. No, I found this. It was the new sound, that was it. It was something that, it was, it was a note that I'd taken from the Shadow Realms in hell. It's very specifically, yeah. that's, well, that's like the end, because it's the chaos and the end of the universe. It's like a wire with uh, material being wrapped around it going backwards. So I'd effectively I'd gone through like the whole of time going back to the very start and I've picked up this incredible new music that no one has ever heard. And it is so expansive and mind expanding. Your kids are gonna love it. Two different things. <laughs> yeah, that it's gonna be a hit in the, the courts back in Paris. Yeah, that's a big market for this. And so I've got my little backpack. I've got my ghost backpack made by like two ghost arms that were left attached to like I've hollowed out a ghost bone to put my my paperwork in, and I've got it all ready to leave. Yeah, and then Tristan suddenly suddenly yeah. like stretches and elasticates. Yeah, and I feel my and I'm like oh. Reaching out and my fingers are just getting shorter and shorter as I'm trying to reach this book. <laughs> like, no, to not now! <laughs> yeah. And then suddenly it's like, I'm, I'm sure most people have experienced this. Have you ever been inside a wave when it's like crashing and breaking over? Mm. Oh yeah, and I've yeah. been in hell. The experience you get when you're bad at surfing, basically. And so you have something a little like that, where you're kind of tumbling over and round and the sound's muted and strange, and then you have moments where it's like, it feels like you're rushing fast through air, and then there'll be a moment of complete, just no sensation of any kind, and then you suddenly splash back into some other kind of reality. And Percy, you are also, this is also the experience you're having. And you both find yourselves suddenly you can feel a flat, solid ground beneath your backs. You can feel cool, dry air around you. And you slowly realise that you are 
actually back in your body and oh it does not feel good um, <gasps> comes out yeah oh no me and percy both arrive like one foot above uh one foot above the ground and drop down <laughs> yeah. well you suddenly remembered that you had like constant backache yeah. and i i remember that bruise <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bespoke comedy. And you're really desperate for a peek because it's been thousands of <laughs> yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, you didn't think to go before you came back. <laughs> no. You're like, you were ghosts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <gasps> okay, so you are both on one hit point. Okay. Damn. And you I'll feel extremely oh. weak. Water. Um, Water. Water. You hear uh, tapping of feet and, like, suddenly looming into your view if your eyes are open comes Wing with a couple of things of water and he's like you're awake, you're awake, amazing this is so great Aquarius, Aquarius, they're, they're, they're awake, they're waking up no, not that guy <laughs> <laughs> never mind <laughs> and so you're both handed like big containers of water I'm going to sort of rollingly I was going to say, I'm just going to look across at Percy and just Oh, using the very last of my strength, I hold my hand up for a high five. <laughs> yes. Boom. Boom. Where are the other two, do you think? Percy looks incredibly gaunt. Where's Enigma? Should she not be here? Wing says, we haven't seen her yet. I guess not. I mean, I'm just a little confuddled still. Did I do that? Did it work? Um, yes, the, the, the tide of light happened. I saw it happen. No, fuck that. I've just been in hell for like 500 years. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure you have. Sure you have. Right, tide of light. Ah, oh, what were you... That was it. You were doing something in the... Ah, oh, what were we doing? We were doing the tide of light. There was that lady with a sword. I remember. Yeah. Percy! Hey, it's you! <laughs> yes, Tristan. Tristan looks very underweight. Ah, oh, I've been trying to work out as best I can, but there's not a lot of food in hell. I was eating bits of ghost lamb. Like, if a really nasty sheep turned up, I could maybe get a bit of, oh, bit of ghost mutton. You should write that up into, into a new bestseller, Tristan Wilde's Ghost Diet. Oh, I, I my it's God, got my book. a lot of marketable potential. The ghost diaries. My music, my book. What? Oh! <laughs> I'm going to start looking around for my backpack. Where is it? Where have you put my ghost backpack? Your regular pack is just over at one side of this uh, room. And Wing says, it's all right. Be chill. Nothing's been removed. There's just been the two of us here. And we've been trying to keep you fed and give you water. But it's been weeks since you went out. It's not been weeks, young man. Weeks, you say? Yes. And has anything... Has anything notable happened in that time around here? It, it, nobody's come by or anything? No, it's been very quiet. There's been no sign of anyone. Okay, that's good. Which is probably for the best. Yeah, that's that's a good thing. Enigma and Adam, you have been crossing the grey lands, but with Daddy Ghost Pig's guidance, it takes you a surprisingly short time to reach the forest of forgotten animals. And soon you find yourself among those trees with the rustle of dead leaves around your feet and daddy ghost pig carved truffling along ahead of you 
And so you're now into a space where you can easily find your way, Enigma, back to the other horse. What do you do? Wasn't there a whole thing when every time I do that, I get a little bit close to being dead? No, it, it wasn't really that. It was every, every time you die, you get a little closer to being That's irrevocably unravelled and destroyed. But isn't that true of everyone? In a way. Okay. Enigma, you have an easy route back from here. But I can't take anyone with me. You have never been able to take anyone with you before. But he might be different. He's come physically into the realms of the dead with you. He didn't travel back by ghost vision. Okay, in which case I will go back and I will try and take him with me. Okay, how... Come with... No, I'll grab him and we'll run like we're running down a corridor. Because <laughs> that's what he does for a job now. <laughs> wait, wait, where are we going? Home! <laughs> and so Enigma leads you behind a tree, Adam. And... Can't stumble out into Elementary. this... Into this crypt. Into this kind of small room with two gaunt... At first you think they're bodies. And then you realise that they're actually people who appear to be somewhat emaciated. Lying on the floor, there's a halfling with them who's giving them some drinks. And you. it slowly becomes clear to you that these must be the physical forms of Percy and Tristan. Oh yeah, he's never seen us. They look rough. Where have you brought us, Enigma? Home? Have you got any sausages or anything on you? Maybe we could sort of feed them up a bit. Oh, hey guys. Hey, you're looking good. Hey. Have you been on a diet? Hey, I remember you too. <laughs> Cheeky bastard. <laughs> like, Ben... Benigma, Nemigna or something. <laughs> and random, random eagle spank. Tristan, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you card. Tristan, my friend, are you all right? Tristan thinks he's been in hell for 500 years. Oh my God, it was hell. <laughs> you sure are. Are you like an old soul in a young body now? Is that how is this going to work? Let me tell you the things I've seen, young one. Here, here, let me feel your face. I'll uh, feel Adam's face, but then his hand starts going down to his chest. No, no, uh, Justin, no. Sorry, the old ways are hard to forget. I, I do my buttons back up. <laughs> With each new muscle Tristan feels, he's kind of like, he's, I was going to say he swells, but that's not what I <laughs> he kind of, It's like he's stealing Adam's life force, is what I meant. I mean, that's not much better. He feels the, uh, the, the strength of youth and ah, he's starting to come back into his old self. His limbs loosen up, you know, gets the blood flowing. They're still like twigs, mind. <laughs> yeah. In fact, it's too much blood and I can't control my arms. Well. <laughs> so, Adam, to give you a better idea of the scene, they are lying on the floor of this small, if maybe underground room. It's lit by a couple of small oil lanterns and some candles. In the middle, there is what looks like a tomb with a kind of a sheet over it. There are a couple of exits on each side, like little corridors leading away. And then there is 
There are big iron doors in the centre aligned with the tomb, but those doors appear to be very old and rusted. It looks like they might not open. And around the walls, you can see there are paintings. And on the wall in front of you, so if, you, if you're facing away from the iron doors towards the back wall or the front wall, I don't know what front and back are here, um, with the <laughs> tomb alongside you, you have the door, the tomb, and on the other side, the wall has painted with this mural of a battle on the side of this hill. And you realise that you and Enigma and Percy are in it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, actually, no, you and Enigma are in it. Yes. Just on this carved grand mural. Uh, okay, yeah, I go and up to it. And grand mural. And have a look. The halfling says, this was all covered in dirt and I've been cleaning up a bit just for something to do, really. And yeah, there was this big painting here and it, it shows like you fighting these chaos beasts and enigmas being flung through the air. <laughs> Thanks for remembering that bit, guys. Like, not me shooting <laughs> with arrows or ninja kicking someone. You've got the bit where I've been flung against a wall. Brilliant. It's actually, like, it, it's quite imaginative, the painting. It doesn't seem to you like the painter was there. It sounds like they took a few people's accounts and then improvised wildly to make the most dramatic painting they could. I'm imagining it really clearly now. It's like it's right in front of my eyes. <laughs> I'm imagining the Bayer tapestry, but it's like the scene in that Marvel film where the Hulk smashes Loki. So the first part of the Bayer tapestry is Enigma on the ground. The second one is her in the air, and then the third is her smashed on the floor. And they're just repeating over and over. You're like... <laughs> Why pick that bit? <laughs> Idiots. Maybe it's like the tattoos on that dude in that film. Oh, I love that one. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this is the kind of image that would not look out of place airbrushed on the side of an old van. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty rad. It's a pretty, uh, yeah. On brand. Is it? Oh, no, I want to imagine. It's like on an ice cream truck. So it's like <laughs> no. it's like us, but like really awkwardly drawn. It's not like off-brand Disney <laughs> off versions of Disney. you. So I also <laughs> like that idea. <coughs> but this, but it's, it's really the story of the group who are fighting there and you yeah. happen to be there. Oh, rude. You were just a side <laughs> thought. You weren't a major player, you just happened to get drawn in. The major player in this history is Merope. And strangely, it doesn't seem to mention Kelek at all. There's no one who looks like him. That is strange. There's no sort of worm-like, dragon-like figures. <laughs> no, no, nothing dragon-related. It's not clear what that's about. The halfling, he says, yeah, I guess this must be where, uh... and he points at the tomb, where she died and maybe some of the others here as well. So does it look like there's a, what do you call it, like a cadaver thing on the Yeah, you would tomb, guess or? that under that sheet is a, uh, the remains of someone who died, yeah. Okay. And the rest of you know that, so uh, it looks like Wing has put, put a sheet over it because he wasn't tremendously comfortable with hanging out with a skeleton anyway. Yeah, didn't you steal her hip bone or something? <laughs> I'm still clutching it. It's been my lucky charm. Yeah, I've stuck yeah. my arm through it so I, I, could, I could always remember. And so 
you're now in this space and you're all together again. What do you do? I want to try and use the music of the universe to revivify myself and Percy back to our former selves. I want to see if I can do some form manipulation using my... Uh... Okay, that sounds pretty rad. I'm going to hold Percy's... I mean, we're pretty beat up too. We're just going to point that oh. out. You know, we'll see one ghost the whole time. Yeah, but... I mean, Enigma, while the strength of my voice seems to have come back, my look at my little spindly arms and legs. I didn't notice the difference. I appreciate the compliment. In fact, to be fair, your legs are so short that now they're thin, it's actually more in in proportion. <laughs> I'm going to put my trousers down and wriggle my feet above my head. My legs are fine! <laughs> like a, a baby asking to be changed. <laughs> <laughs> They're the legs of baby legs. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh my. I'm going to take Percy's hand and I'm be like, I don't know if this will work, my friend, but you just have to believe. And... Uh, I'll roll a dice and see what happens. Percy, do you believe? In love after love. Um, it, it's been 500 I, I, years, my yes, friend. You I, must I, I remember me. Trust me. We were... I, we weren't lovers. We were best... F- 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 friends! <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. I had no friends in hell. Remember our friendship, Percy. Remember what we used to do. And then I'll open my character sheet from somewhere. Right, I guess I'm just going to roll a Musica Mundi and see what you say happens. Well, I, this, this is actually more practically, it's probably arcane art. Which is... yeah. Wait, no, right, I'm going to... Which is much the same, right? Okay, good. I was going to say that I've spent long enough in hell that I can now do thinky things on charisma and I'm not having a word said against that. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is yeah, what charisma is basically okay. the same as intelligence. Yeah, for me it is. You've got to solve this puzzle. I pull my trousers down. Put it away! You can open the door, put it away! <laughs> oh, yes! He's a magical mofo! So I'm going to say that it's kind of like this swirling light, like the scene in Beauty and the Beast, where Beast, spoilers ahead in case you haven't seen the film, three, two, one. The spoiler is that Beast turns into a human at the end. So where he's lifted up as a beast, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a good film, I don't want to ruin it. So me and Percy are elevated into the air, holding hands, and we spin around in a circle, and it's like all this light swirls around us, and you see our arms go from little limp things to... And our muscles explode and our shirts rip. And like it's like when the Hulk turns from little man Bruce Banner into the Hulk again. Spoilers, sorry. It's in the director's cut. Yeah, and we're just we're swirling around and the dust is being whipped up and then you've just got me and Percy like naked Adonis <laughs> gods as statues both forming Mr. Olympic muscle poses spinning in the middle and all the all the and it's a bit like the scene in um, Raiders of the Lost Ark as well <laughs> where if you're looking at it your face melts and then as it all the dust settles there's just me and Percy striking a perfect pose every muscle bursting every muscle has a muscle on it and we're just bronze and dripping with oil and sweat and we're naked in the middle and we're like we're back baby and we rip the very last shreds of our clothes off 
And then we're just standing there. You were naked and then took your clothes off. <laughs> no, I was naked in hell, but now I'm human naked. <laughs> human yes. naked. I'm really good at describing nudity. It, it's been cold. We've been, you know, we layered up. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of clothes ripping there. We're back, Can... bitches. Okay, so, so that happens. Um, <laughs> oh Christ! It was a twelve. There's no downside on a twelve. Bugger off! You had me in hell for five hundred years. <laughs> um, you had me. You're in hell for five hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Tristan and Percy are strangely restored yes! to this muscular, physical, gleaming. Are they just wrestling, just because, like, you know, boys uh, do yeah, when they're like... Come out they're, <laughs> 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 just, they're just, like, pull, pulling some kind of muscle guy pose, I guess. You got some testosterone yeah. problems. But in the, wrestling, in the wrestling match, we were tag team. We're just going down, like, <laughs> smacking down, like, wing. <laughs> <laughs> we said, why? Why? What's happening? Yeah, yeah that's it. We're <laughs> just picking them up with, like, a double jackknife powerbomb, which is my favourite wrestling move. And just slamming him down like in the last ride. <laughs> Boom! Why? I looked after you! <laughs> and we've actually fed off his life essence, I didn't realise. But now he's like a skeletal boy. He sucked him dry. So, yeah, you haven't, you haven't regra- regained any hit points. That's fine. But you do actually uh, look marvellous now. <laughs> oh, that's, that's what really counts. That's what really counts. Yeah, also, you know, you're oiled, you're muscled. I hope you brought spare clothes. No. Uh, that's a shame, because you had that really nice, like, silk flying suit, didn't you? Yeah, I did, but I feel I can, I'm going to magic manipulate myself some clothes later. <laughs> they probably had elastane in it, so it could stretch a bit, you know? Are we in the... Real world, are we in the afterworld yet? This is real world. You're in the real world. You're back in the tomb. Oh, so we are. I thought we were in. We had. Oh, this is Adam's first time on The Great Cat. Yes. Yeah. I forgot about that. Happy first time on The Great (laughs) Cat, (laughs) too. Yeah. (laughs) I'll embrace him in my naked, oily form. (laughs) Welcome home, my friend. Welcome home. Pin my arms to my side. Uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and slither out. Thanks. Just because Thanks. he's so oily. Uh, that must leave, like, oily grease marks on your coat. Yeah, it's used to it, though. Uh. <laughs> well, he's not, because he's only met you as a ghost before. So, yeah, it seems like Tristan is probably as ebullient in, <laughs> in the real world, or more so than he seemed when he was a ghost. Great news. <laughs> yeah. So this is the tomb of Alana Sarista, right? That's where yeah. we went to do the the ritual. So is the big hole, the big well thing there? Yeah. So that's just the mm. other end of that little side corridor. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that Kellogg's worm body hole? Yeah. I will. I'll just say that to to the other. So I don't know how much you you saw at the end of all that. Um, I mean, the the tide of light happened, and we're back here now. Everything else is ancient history. But what you may have missed was Kellick um, taking on the form of a great dragon and uh, sort of disappearing down a really big hole, which I think is that one over there. Wow, why are people always turning into dragons? I, I don't know, but I, also, I don't know how long dragons live for. I do wonder if he's still down there. We could have a look. Shout down it. <laughs> Give him a shout. <laughs> or 
jump down the hole. <laughs> There's no downsides. Yeah, well, you're not a ghost anymore. <laughs> Jet could easily become one again. <laughs> I mean, it's got to go somewhere, right? He might just land on a dragon. If it's mouth's open, uh, you're in trouble. So, do you go back out to the hole? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, okay. And so, you come back and remember that this is now open. The floor above it and the roof above that were both torn away. <laughs> apparently by the drake emerging here a little while ago. Oh, right, okay. The, the drake as in... Family, the Drake. As far as you judged last time, your your tracking suggested it was the Drake. Uh, okay. Is it possible that there are two dragons mixing it up? An earth dragon and a fire dragon. That means <laughs> there must be a hole in the water that's got a water dragon in it. You don't know if there might be two dragons. I reckon there's three dragons. I reckon there's four dragons. Because there was another hole. Well, we're playing dragon up. What, what do you mean by two dragons? Oh yeah, we got we got a bit of a dragon problem that we're sort of dealing <laughs> with. <laughs> Is this the first you've heard of the dragon problem, Adam? I think so. I mean, I've heard some references to a flying ship back, but yeah, yeah, the, I bingo. Mean, the problems have doubled in the last thirty seconds. So <laughs> we had one, uh, now there appears to be another one. But you know. I was going to say he was our friend, but so was the other one, apparently. Ooh! <laughs> Brutal. It's st- oh, I'm going to... Tristan wipes, wipes a tear away. <laughs> Betrayal! We were, but- we were betrayed, Adam, and it's pretty painful to talk about, actually. We were... We we harboured this young orphan boy, and we gave him the best damn education money could buy. We looked after him, and he stabbed us in the back for zero reason. Oh, no we reason at all. No reason at all. You know us. You know we're a we're a hoot to be around. Quite <laughs> frankly. So what? Well, think right. So, but I thought Kellek was exhausted by raising that big wall. So how was he then able to change into change his form? And... I guess maybe he had a, a little left in the tank. Uh. It tipped the scales. <laughs> <laughs> you actually helped him, Percy. He needed to anchor the power of the uh, tide of light. Oh, oh yes, of course. Yeah, did yeah? He may have just swallowed up the power of the tide of light to do it. Hold on. Have we been screwed over twice by dragon twats now? <laughs> Dragons. That's just what they do. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. You hear a tapping sound from below. It's a dragon! dragon. Run, everybody! A A rhythmic, metallic tapping. (gasps) Ah, kobolds. And then, after a moment, you hear, like, a zing sound, like a car. And a grappling hook appears over the side of the pit and then slowly slides backwards. Quick, throw the grapple back down the pit. <laughs> Wait, who's down the pit? I want to know. <laughs> I'm going to go look over the From pit. far away, you hear some distant swearing. Fuck. <clears throat> Friend or foe? If this is Ambithorax and um, you haven't thrown the grapple back over the pit, then uh, just know this on your head. Uh, yeah, so Tristan, you look over into the pit and it is a yeah. completely dark pit. 
I want to use my matrix vision. After a moment, the grappling hook comes flying up again, extremely <laughs> fast, directly towards you. What do you do? I'm going to catch it. Okay, you catch it. And after a moment, you feel someone tug on it a couple of times. I'll tug back. You hear a gruff voice from below say, Are you holding that? Yes. <laughs> Who are you? If you don't tell me truthfully, I'm going to cut the grappling hook and you'll be stuck in the well forever, <laughs> well man. <laughs> she says, Apologies, your voice sounded quite gruff with the echo. I realise you're now a woman. She says, My name is Grumbel Rumbaz Sanike Batmazgorod. I'm a ranger of the kingdom of Batmazgorod. We've already got a ranger. <laughs> We've already got one. No, thank you. She's pretty good. Come again later. Yeah, try again next week. She says, That'll be someone sensible to talk to then. No, veto. <laughs> I'm going to look at Enigma and wait did we experience that dwarf lady or yes that was you oh no right I'll whisper to Enigma oh you've got to pretend you're in charge again <laughs> hold on we're pulling you up our, our princess Enigma uh, illustrious leader is here by the way, we've got two naked dudes up here, but we're pretty ripped, so it's okay. <laughs> They're also oily, so watch your grip. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you should find some palm leaves or something to fan Enigma. <laughs> oh, yeah, because she's going to pass out from all the hot dudes around. Good idea. I thought you were going to say palm leaves so that they were just covering up their nads. Yeah, well, but no, yeah. it's to fan Enigma. Oh, sir, <laughs> your ripped muscles. I might just faint dead away. <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of podcast, Ram. Enigma's a tough chick, yeah? Uh, tough So we'll start chick. to, hold on, I'll heave you up. And then alone, I'm going to pull the rope up. <laughs> you start pulling the rope and then you hear, and a moment later, Rumbaz Gramble appears on like a little winch thing, just zooms up it like on a car spring-loaded windlass. Oh, nice. And it just kind of pops over the edge of the pit and goes, it's you. Do you want me to shoot you with a crossbow as a greeting again? Oh, <laughs> and then she, uh, like, slaps you on the leg <laughs> in, the, in a slightly over-the-top, but generally quite friendly way. We'll force uh, laugh along with her. <laughs> 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 then she turns to you, Enigma, and she says, Do you know what's going on? Uh, not right now. We've just been on a journey. So... But it brought you here, right? Brought us right here. Mm. What, what, what was down that hole then? This? Yeah. This was the birthing pit of one of the great dragons below. So it popped out of it at some point? Into it. Into it. When it was small before it grew to its full size. Right. Deep beneath here was the great resting place of Ram Kelek, Prince of the Western Dragons. I'm going to glance across to Adam. Ah. Uh, so... Are there any more dragons? There are five dragons, same as there have always been. Except, and this is what's strange, our priests have lost their Hallowfire. So I had come here to see as a scout to try and establish whether Ram Kelek had not awakened. For so many years, our priests have kept the dragons sleeping by dispersing the Hallowfire. What is the Hallowfire exactly? 
You don't mind me asking? It is the power of R. They have the ability to wield the fire of the dragons beneath through a connection built over years of meditation and consideration. It is part of why we were at war with the kobolds who sought to awaken them and to unleash their power on the world through their own will. Our belief has always been that the dragons in the foundations of the world awakening would be a very bad news for everyone who lives beneath and above the world. So we sought to keep them asleep by draining their power as Hallowfire and using it in our own ceremonies and for the defence of our nation. Sort of sounds like you're stealing the power there for your own own means, doesn't it, though? It is what you might call... Theft? A plan with no drawbacks. It's a useful side product. Exactly. I mean... If, If the dragons in the foundations of the world were to awake, our tales say the world itself would collapse around them. Which is a bad side effect. It is. But good news is that... Ram Kelek is not awake. How do you know this? Because I descended to the chamber and saw the remains of his body. Something had consumed him, had eaten his very heart. What could do such a thing? What would happen if one of the, the dragons ate a bunch of other dragons? I do not know. But with this death, we have lost the hallowed fire that our priests could access. So that power has gone somewhere. But what could do that? What could eat his heart? Probably nothing at all. (laughs) I'm going to do the throat across the... Let it go. Let it go, Adam. Let it go. Just drop it. Just drop it. Probably a kind of weevil. I mean, you know, you get all sorts of things living in holes. Yeah, terrible news. Terrible news. Well, we're as stumped as you are, so (laughs) on your way, lass. Nice to see you. (laughs) Nice to see you. Nice to catch up after all this time. Keep covering yourselves in butter or whatever you used to do. (laughs) Robert says, well, I do need to establish what happened. Have you seen any signs here? You're here. What brought you? Oh, just a break. Just wanted a rest. Thought we'd go down a hole for two weeks. <laughs> it's kind of a like, like a bucket list thing. We yeah, just wanted like to see all of the use... big holes in the world and we we're making yeah. our way through them all. Like, and, uh... You've been down Big Pit, yeah? That's pretty cool. You know, you turn <laughs> the lantern light off and this is that sort of thing. Drink the mine water. Yeah. It's good. We sort of, we blow the lanterns out every now and again and go, whoa, it's so dark. We ask each other ghost stories. Then we just kind of climb back to the surface. Why are we naked, you ask? Oh, great, great story. Great question. <laughs> I assumed it was your native state as Thank you. pleasure servants to the queen here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got to, um, we've got to carry on the illusion. So I will drape an arm over Enigma. You've got that damn right there, lady. <laughs> Damn right, and I'll start. Oh, I'll start dancing in front of Enigma. You like this, your highness? Not oh. right now. I've got more important things to do, peasant. <laughs> it's like that Sorry, Alan, a thousand apologies, like Alan Partridge dance. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do the a thousand apologies, but I'm doing it backwards so she can see my little bum as I'm walking away. Oh, a thousand apologies. No, this is worse. <laughs> Rombas says... I like what I see. <laughs> <laughs> the structure here, was it recently destroyed? Like, like that where we got here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> when did you get here? Ooh, Time gets know. fuzzy when you're in a hole. 
she looks at you, gives you a kind of hard stare and says, we live underground. <laughs> we live overground. Yeah, we, we don't. don't. God, brag much. Do you not know how to tell the time by the breath moss, by the sense of the water dripping, by shifts in the currents of the rock? Surely you can feel these things. I mean, who, who doesn't know how to do that? <laughs> so this has been like this a long time. It, you believe it's unlikely to be related to the death of Ramu Keller. I mean, we didn't say that in so many words. And we don't really know when it happened. Carl looks at the huge claw marks in the wall and says, these are the claw marks of some vast creature, aren't they? It's, it certainly looks that way. Um, it, in all honesty, we're, we're relatively new to the whole sort of Ram Kellick thing. Um, it's, uh, it's only been relatively recently that we realised that that might be what's at the bottom of this well. When did you notice your magic disappearing or stopping or whatever it was? A little over two weeks ago, it petered out. Oh, we've been here three weeks, so it couldn't have been us. Uh, no, one week. We've been here one week. Ten days. Probably wasn't us. At a similar time, there was an earthquake in this area that struck from the deep earth. So, I mean, are you able to... That little contraption that you've got, are you able to uh, help us get to the chamber so we can have a look around ourselves? It's a very hard descent, but I could endeavour to assist you, yes. It might be worth our while taking a look. Um, we're, we're quite well-travelled, and uh, there certainly are things going on in the world that we're aware of, and maybe we can make a few connections. Very well. Once we get into the deeper space, there's the long stair. If we have something here that we can connect up to, and she takes out a fine rope and lashes it to a beam that's kind of lodged in place. You want to go now? Sure, why not? Actually, give me give me five minutes. I, I want to look more at these tracks. Yes, it, it, it might sort of suit us to find some sort of healing, um, and or maybe, it, yeah, let, let's have a chance to recuperate a little bit. It's uh, we we partied a little hard last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should probably at least leave it a night to recuperate. We have just come back from five hundred years in hell, all of us. Uh, no, that's it's a saying. I mean, can we just? That's what we call our parties. Yeah, can we at least get some food, like? These muscles need a lot of feeding, and I'll kiss them. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually smell food cooking. Mm, I fucking love food. Sausages. <laughs> Is that breakfast? Wing kind of comes out carrying some bowls and spoons. He says, I think Aquarius has broth on the make. Broth! Up on the surface. Oh, fuck that. Breakfast broth? Says, it's good. It's good broth. Sugar puffs. Right. There's two things that I want to try. One of them is not cool, and the other one is cool. Well, either's cool. Hot I basically broth, want to try and make broth. some eggs. I want to summon magical eggs. I want to see how far I can stretch my power <laughs> of manipulating atoms now. <laughs> That's an extremely complicated thing. It is, but I figure... I want you to think about, like, the complexity of the proteins in an egg. Like, I can imagine you could probably conjure a block of steel quite easily, like some metal, some stone, something quite... Or a tardigrade. Quite simple. No, not a tardigrade. Mm, That'd be hard. I suppose there's true there. An egg, you're looking at layers of calcium carbonate, layers of albumin proteins, then all the, like, cholesterol and stuff in the yolk. And chicken magic. I would agree with... Uh, I suppose... <laughs> mm, 
I want to find a way to argue that I'm actually just doing it as magic. I think sausages would be easier because you don't have to worry about what's in them. That's true. Sausages are still the abstract. Just summon something that's only got one thing. Summon some candy floss. Beans. Yeah, well, I feel like, yeah, either beans or a sausage. I just want to try and, like, all my spells are now going to be, I basically get the idea is that (laughs) Tristan's coming out of hell as a powerful sorcerer that kind of just makes himself breakfast and stuff or (laughs) makes his muscles really big. (laughs) He's the most powerful sorcerer the world has ever seen, but it's all kind of to make himself look sexy naked or to have a good lunch with his mates. (laughs) (laughs) The true transformative magic. Yeah, I think all the wizards have been missing a, missing a trick here. They all burn stuff or tried to summon demons and control stuff. But I'm like, guys, look how fucking ripped I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am massive now. And like, look, here's a plate of eggs. Adam, how do you feel about all this? Uh, this must be quite a lot, honestly. Yeah, it's a lot. I don't know why Enigma's brought me here. I don't know why everybody's lying so much. Although, <laughs> although Tristan did warn me of that, about that. I, I told you. I said we were simple folk. We enjoy a good lie. <laughs> Literally, constantly lie about everything for no reason. Especially if it might look like they're culpable. <laughs> there is now at the side by the pit. There is now a rope ladder hung down. Wing kind of hurries up it, and you hear voices from a little bit up at the top. And then a moment later, you see Aquarius Horn's face peer over the uh, side, and he looks down. Boo! And uh, he's like, "Oh right, you're feeling better, are you? Oh, I'm glad to see it. You look very uh, healthy, Master Cleft. The Inquisition's here to see you." The Inquisition. Yes. That's a surprise. Tell them I'll be right up. Let's go down the hole. Let's go down the hole now. (laughs) Down the hole. Let's go down the hole. Pokemon. I always have to keep time.ears open just a little longer in case someone's messed it up. <laughs> oh, I, I usually leave it choice. on for. Yeah, uh, you, know, you never on. know when you might need it. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, idiot. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so inexperienced <laughs> at this podcast. <laughs> you haven't um, learned the subtle ways we do things. Let, let us explain a little bit about media production to you, Ed. <laughs> we like to we like to leave time.is open. That's it. That's everything. That's the whole all our knowledge. That's, <laughs> right. Yeah. You can't put that in the podcast. People will know our secrets. Yeah. That's um, the same as no real life names. <laughs> no real life names. No, no tricks life. of the trade. No behind the curtain. Um, <laughs> did you just keep recording either. as? Each person went to bed, so it was just Gwyn and you and the last people at 2am. No, no. I summoned yeah, the staff Gwyn went, of Ben just carried on with the story on his own. 
keep role playing uh, all the way. He's been to doing the podcast for the last three months. <laughs> it's just been, you know, all yeah, the different didn't... characters he plays talking to each other. <laughs> Got um, rid of the dross. I know some bastards have just knocked me down. <clears throat> that sounded um, like a really drunken rambling. And then some knocked me down. I'm like, <laughs> how drunk is Ali now? I've had three um, quarters of a beer. That's oh, pretty bad. You better slow right down. down. You'll be going. You'll be going to sleep very soon. I mean, that's the only one I've got. Yeah, but that—that's <laughs> still quarter. You got. You got to make that last. You can feel something very hard and solid, like, <laughs> and you can feel. Percy, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> can the episode be called "Human Naked" because? <laughs> I just want it to be called human naked. You can't deal with me in hell. You don't deserve me in human naked. They don't deserve me in human naked. Yes. <laughs> Welcome home, my friend. Welcome I was like, home. Pin my arms to my side. Uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and slither out. Thanks. Just because Thanks. He's so oily. And I'm going to whisper sinistly. Kristen says hello because she wanted me to hug him. So there we go. <laughs> but he's like, who's Kristen? Um, Power of earth and fire. <laughs> that means <laughs> there must be a hole in the water that's got a water dragon in it. Sorry, can I just confirm that Gwen, that was a LARP reference? Yes. Good, it's good. I was like, I remember, I do remember that joke. <laughs> Let me mudball your ass. Um, yeah, I, we're doing so good on the references to things that Sorry, was a good people in this call will understand. Only one or two others that remember, they, or we woke yeah. up at two o'clock in the morning yelling this stuff before. Those yeah. guys are going to be listening to podcasts going, oh, it was those fuckers. Those it was them. I can't. Five o'clock in the morning, them bastards. Go, I'm not listening anymore. It turns out yeah. that's all the people we had left listening. Yeah. Lemming Dan is like, oh, God. Damn. <laughs> lot. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so. Hoot. I didn't think we were owls. We're like Polton's Park. We're a hoot hoot. <laughs> I don't pretty, get it. Uh, Again, specific. Polton's Park's quite a niche reference. <laughs> yeah, at uh. least someone got it. <laughs> Tell you what, with Captain Blood's Cavern. That's, that's old school, that is. Nope. Can the episode be called Dragon Twats? <laughs> <laughs>